My name is Matt Post. I'm a 12th grader and the student member of the board for Montgomery County, Maryland. You and I gather in a time of moral crisis for our country. We stand at a moment when our nation's laws are not guided by what is right or wrong, not by what is morally sound for the many, but instead is limited by the insatiable greed of a few. In their greed, in their greed the gun lobby and their politicians have tried to deflect and distract us. They've tried to twist what is so clearly a gun issue into anything else. But we won't fall for it. We know that to only focus on school safety instead of American safety is to dismiss the thousands of tragedies in between the massacres. It ignores the people, disproportionately people of color, who die by bullet without even making a headline. Yet our politicians still lack the compassion to act. And when that cold inaction that continues to fuel this endless bloodshed churns and churns, it's not difficult to diagnose the moral health problem of this country. Our nation's politics are sick with soullessness, but make no mistake, we are the cure. Where they choose incrementalism, we choose real change. Where they embrace an extremism of complacency, we embrace an extremism of love. Where they believe in the absolutism of an amendment, we believe in the absolutism of human life. It won't be easy to change things. The immoral, the obstructionist, and the complicit are already lining up to block our path. We're going to have to have some courage to fix this. It's going to take some will. So let me ask, is there a will to keep weapons of war off our streets? Is there a will to break the stranglehold of the NRA? Is there a will to bring morality to this country's politics? Then stand up, speak up, register to vote. If we sustain our efforts, if we keep our heads unbowed, who can stop us? If we march today, canvas tomorrow, and vote 227 days from now, we will make this a turning point for our country. And we, the new diverse, inclusive, and compassionate face of America, will lead this country once again down the path of righteousness. Thank you. In the days following the shooting, Many students expressed their frustration about one group, the NRA. Dana Lesh is the national spokesperson for the NRA. She is here with us. They use their media to assassinate real news. The left has their rigid, radical, anti-gun agenda. I'm so sick of these elitists looking down on gun owners as if we're just a bunch of rednecks who don't deserve the right to protect and defend ourselves. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. If you try to take our firearms, doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. What matters is who the enemy is. They're the no-gun people, period. Listen up. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president and his weak-kneed Ivy League friends. You Obama, you might want to suck them on these, you punk! 
only truly free people who have ever walked this earth have been armed people. And they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding. We see what it's like to be French, German, or Belgian, where innocent people cower in fear as evil closes in, doomed to defend their families with rolling pins and broom handles. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. From my cold, dead hands. birthday, July 10th, 2012. At that time, I was only five years old. Census gun violence took away my childhood, and th- nothing in my life was ever the same because no, I no longer had my best friend. Losing my brother gave me the courage to be a voice for my generation. turned it into action and started speaking out for Akil, especially for the siblings who have lost their brothers and sisters and for other children whose voices aren't heard but feel the painful effects of gun violence. I have watched for years as gun violence continues to take a toll on communities across the country. For me, I would like to not worry about dying and focus on math in science and playing basketball with my friends. Don't I deserve to go up? On April 4th, we will remember Martin Luther King Jr. on his 50th anniversary of his death. What we sometimes forget is that he himself was a victim of gun violence. I would like to finish my speech today by honoring Martin Luther King Jr. by remembering his words, which are all as true today as when he was alive. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter, and our lives matter. Thank you. 
My name is Jacqueline Corin, and I am proud to say that Parkland is my home. Parkland is the heart of this movement. But just as a heart needs blood to pump, my hometown needs the alliance of other communities to properly spread this message. We openly recognize that we are privileged individuals that, and would not have received as much attention if we weren't for the affluence of our city. Because of that, however, we share the stage today and forever with those who have always stared down the barrel of a gun. This issue is undoubtedly an epidemic that affects communities of all classes, an epidemic that the Center for Disease Control does not have the funds to research. This disease continues to spread, even though we have discovered the cure, but our government, our government officials close their ears because it involves change, a change that does not align with their own agenda. That is why Parkland cannot and will not do this alone. There is strength in numbers, and we need each and every one of you to keep screaming at your own congressmen. Don't be scared just because they have senator in front of their name. Our elected officials have seen American after American drop from a bullet. And instead of waking up to protect us, they have been hitting the snooze button. But we're here to shake them awake. Each congressman has a local office in their district, so pay them a visit or organize a town hall. They'll be home for the next two weeks for congressional recess. Have them hear you out because they work for us. And if they still won't meet with you, remind them that you invited their opponent because we all know they'll show up then. We cannot keep America great if we cannot keep America safe. And 96 deaths by firearm every day is not what I would call great. Our First Amendment right is our weapon of war in this, a weapon that should be on our streets, a weapon that cannot kill but can heal. Love will always outweigh the hate, as the universe is on the side of justice. So I need each and every one of you, no matter your age, to continue to fight alongside us, because hearts cannot pump without blood, and I don't want your community to join the ghastly inner circle that mine is now a part of. In the end, we are all fighting for our lives. But we are a great generation, and we'll be the ones to make America safe. Thank you. Um, I actually have a special guest for you guys, so I'm going to come bring her up.
judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream that enough is enough.
2007, often the weapon of choice for mass shooters is the AR-15 and similar variants. In 2012, one was used to kill 12 people in a movie theater in Colorado and 20 elementary school children and six teachers. In 2015, one took 14 lives in California. In 2017, one contributed to the deaths of 58 concert goers in Las Vegas and 26 church goers in Texas. And last month, 14 students and three teachers in Florida. None of these deaths should have happened. From 1994 until 2004, we banned assault weapons like the AR-15. During that decade, there were 12 gun massacres with 89 deaths. In the 10 years after our leaders in Washington failed to extend it, the numbers climbed to 34 mass shootings with 302 lives lost. Assault weapons are an assault on our futures. Nearly 70% of the country supports another ban. Let's get AR-15s and all assault weapons off the street. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Never again. I'd like to take it down for a minute here. There might be, there might be musicians on this stage, but this is not Coachella. We might have movie stars in the crowd. We might have videos on these screens, but this is not the Oscars. And I don't know if you've been looking, but I don't see any Macy's Day balloons out there. This is real life, this is reality, this is what's happening in our country and around the world today. I'd like to make it real for a minute. February 14th is my sister's birthday. She had to spend that birthday huddled under a desk holding Lauren Hogg, David's sister, her hand, hoping that she was going to make it home that day. She was premature. She didn't know if she was going to make it at the beginning of her life, and she didn't know if she was going to make it home that day this year. She might have not stared down the shooter's eyes. 
She might have not even seen him or even known who he was. But he affected her life just as much as everybody else who's spoken on this stage today. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people are out there saying that we, we need to make America safe again. And I know that we can't. We cannot make America safe again until we arm our teachers. We need to arm our teachers. We need to arm them with pencils, pens, paper, and the money they need. They need that money to support their families and to support themselves before they can support the futures in those classrooms, to support the future that sits down at that desk waiting to learn. And we need to arm our students too. We need to arm them with the facts and the knowledge and the education they need to live in the real world, not just some fantasy, not just something painted out there by the public, by the media. We need them to be armed, and there's only one way to do that. This right here, this right here, this connects you to the whole of human information, the whole of human knowledge. It connects you with the click of a button. You can learn anything that I've learned, anything that we've all learned in our journey to this stage right here today. You can learn it just like that. Just go to a website, type it in, and it's there. I've been amazed by what I've seen. I'm amazed that I cannot see the end of this crowd here in D.C. today. I've been amazed by all of the walkouts that have been taking place over the past five weeks. And these walkouts have been criticized. They've been told that it is a disruption to the educational process. And I say to them, the real disruption to the educational process is staring down the barrel of a gun. It's the fact that you can be taking a calculus exam. And then when you're doing that, you have in the back of your head the thought that where's the shooter going to enter? When's he going to come in? Where can I hide? We're done hiding. We're done being afraid. We're done being full of fear because it is a waste of our time and it is not living out what our forefathers, what our founding fathers envisioned for this country. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. And now I know we march today, but this isn't over. This is the beginning of the end and from here we fight. It is time to fight for our lives. And I say there's only one way to do that. We need to rev up society. We need to rev up the engines. We need to rev up America. And we do that through registering to vote. We need to do that through every single walkout. We will be making sure that you can register to vote, pre-register to vote. Then we will educate. We'll be going around the country until these elections and therefore after until we can tell every man, woman, and child in this country what is real, what is going on. And we need to make sure that everyone knows what is actually happening in their backyard and, in, and abroad. So we will register, we will educate, and then when it comes down to it, we will vote. They, they might preach NRA, they might preach GUN, but we're preaching REV. Register, educate, vote. Thank you, and hello, Uncle Myron.
My name is Alea Eastman, and I am a Parkland survivor. I was in room 1214 studying Holocaust history when bullets started flying in, and I was the third classroom. Um, today, one of my follow, fellow fallen ego, eagles named Nicholas Doret, it would have been his 18th birthday today, and I dedicate my march to him. speak about school shootings. I'm here to speak for the urban communities have, that have been speaking out about this way before February 14, 2018. Their voices are just as important as ours, and they need to be heard. This is a very important subject, and it's, it's, it needs to change. Although it's been 38 days since the Parkland shooting, nothing has changed, and we need change now. This, will, this cannot happen again, and it's going to continue to happen again until we get change. How many more do we need? How many more do we need in schools? How many more do we need in the streets? We need change now, not only in schools, but in urban communities as well. All of our lives are important, and all of our stories need to be heard. No matter what color you are, what school you go to, what neighborhood you live in. Fifteen years ago, I lost my Uncle Patrick to gun violence in Brooklyn, New York. My mother almost lost her daughter to the same gun violence in Parkland, Florida. This needs to change. We've been fighting for this way too long, and nothing has changed. And we need change now. Yes, I am a Parkland survivor and an MSD student. But before this, I was a regular black girl. And after this, I am still black, and I am still regular. And I will fight for all of us.
Never did I think I would be herded like cattle by a shower of bullets that let me scarred and rattled, forced to huddle among those who lost their last living breaths on a day that was designated for loves and laughs. I never got to say goodbye. I could barely see out my eyes because I was crying tears and blood at the same time. Barricaded behind those filing cabinets and bookcases that day taught me one thing and one thing only. Regardless of how much money you pay or how much you pray, if you don't change anything today, your children will no longer stay. So when do we say enough is enough? Day in and day out, our kids are getting shot up. And the moment we speak up, we're scolded that we are not old enough. It is as, it, it is as if we need permission to ask our friends not to die. Lawmakers and politicians will scream, guns are not the issue, but can't look me in the eye. is in numbers. Let, let's have our lawmakers reflect our views and address our struggles. Let's stand. Unite with one another. We the people still stand true, so now America, you will have to choose. Will you give up, or is enough enough? And I have one more request. Today is March 24th, March for our lives, but it is also the birthday of Nick Duart, someone that I was senselessly murdered in front of me. Today is his birthday. I would like to sing together, happy birthday. One, One two, three. Happy birthday to you.
I served in the U.S. Army. I served in the Navy. Air Force. Marine Corps. Hoorah. I was a 31 Bravo military police officer. Security forces. 82nd Airborne. Radio operator. SEAL Team 1. I was stationed at Camp Anaconda in Iraq. In Afghanistan. Vietnam. My service weapon was an M4 assault rifle. My service weapon was an M16. It's basically the same. You know what? It is the same as the AR-15. Same weapon that's killed hundreds of people in the deadliest mass shootings in America. I know the power of this weapon firsthand. 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 And there is no reason. No reason. No reason. Why anyone other than military and law enforcement should have an assault weapon like this. I fought for this country. I believe in the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. But that was created 200 years ago. Guns have changed a lot since then. High-powered, rapid-fire assault rifles like the AR-15 are meant for one thing. One thing. One thing. That's not something I want in my country. My name is Corporal Aiken. My name is Specialist LaHaye. Petty Officer, Second Class Day. Corporal Williams. Sergeant Yen. Airman Batesel. Staff Sergeant Houseman. Corporal Henderson. Staff Sergeant Sayson. Corporal De Jesus. Specialist Bell. Captain Vernier. Senior Airman Rice. Specialist Parker. Petty Officer Williams. My name is Sergeant Bell, and I support the ban on military-style assault rifles and safer gun laws in this country.
afternoon, family. Yes, I said family. I said family because we are here joined together in unity fighting for the same goals. I say family because of all the pain that I see in the crowd. And that pain is another reason why we are here. Our pain makes us family. Us hurting together brings us closer together to fight for something better. Uh, my name is Alex King. I'm 17. I am a senior at North Lundale College Prep. Uh, uh, as well as a peace warrior and a leader with Good Kids Mad City. Chicago has been at the forefront of gun violence for a very long time. With 650 people being murdered in the year of 2017 and 771 being murdered in the year of 2016. But that's not it. Gun violence travels in places like Florida, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles. It happens nationwide. I know many, I know many people who have lost loved ones, friends and family on a regular basis due to gun violence. My nephew, Deshaun Moore, He was taken away on May 28th in the year of 2017, two weeks after his 16th birthday. The day I lost my nephew was a huge turning point in my life. I started doing a lot of bad things, hanging around a bad crowd. I started to really give up. But there's this principle about Dr. King and it states, the beloved community is the framework for the future. And what that means is how our community is now is how it will be affected in the future if we don't make a change. If we aren't acting like a family now, we won't act like a family in the future. If pain is in our community now, pain will forever be in our community in the future if we don't make a change. Our community has been affected by gun violence for so long and will continue to be affected by it if we don't do something. But through my friends and colleagues, I found help to come up out of a dark place. Everyone doesn't have the same resources and support system as I was lucky to have. Myself and a few other Peace Warriors were able to take a trip to visit Parkland students and share our trauma with one another. We left not only knowing that we would support one another, but also realizing that without the proper grassroots resources, this issue of violence will not be solved and we will not stop until we are properly resourced in our communities. So family, let's continue to fight for what's right. And since we are family now, I would like to pass on one of the traditions that me and my family does at North Lundale College Prep. So, as I do this, I will ask that you follow me after I say repeat after me. So it's this, this African clap that we do at North Lundale that shows unity, which is unity is strength. Look at the numbers here in the crowd today. Do you see this? So, here's how it goes. First, I would say one. And that's just a simple clap. So when I say one, it's like this, one.
One, one, one. Okay. Now, next, I would say four. And how that works is two sets of two. So when I say four, it goes like this. Four, one, two, one, two. Four, one, two, one, two. Four, one, two, one, two. And now, here's the tricky part. <laughs> um, now we're gonna do 10, which is two sets of three and two sets of two. So how this goes is when I say 10, it goes like this. 10, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, two. 10, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, two. Now y'all think we could do this as a family? All right, that's what I like to hear. Let's go. One, 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 four, four, ten, ten. I love y'all. One, 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 four, four, ten. For we are survivors. Let, let me say that again for you. For we are survivors. We are survivors of a cruel and silent nation. A nation where freedom, justice, equality, and purpose is not upheld. A nation where we do not live out the true meanings of our creed. When will we as a nation understand that nonviolence is the way of life for a courageous people? When, we, when will we as a nation understand that we are not here to fight against one another, but we are here to fight for life and peace? <laughs> Dr. King once said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Which now leads me to say that violence cannot drive out violence. Only peace can do that. Poverty cannot drive out poverty. Only resources can do that. Death cannot drive out death. Only proactive life can do that. As I stand before you, I stand as D'Angelo McDade, an 18-year-old from the west sides of Chicago. I too am a victim, a survivor, and a victor of gun violence. I come from a place where minorities are controlled by both violence and poverty, leading us to be deterred by success. But today we say no more.
before you, representing the body of those who have experienced and lost their lives due to gun violence. For we are survivors, for I am a survivor, for we are survivors not only of gun violence, but of silence. For we are survivors of the erratic productions of poverty. But not only that, we are the survivors of unjust policies and practices upheld by our Senate. We are survivors of lack of resources within our schools. We are survivors of social, emotional, and physical harm. Dr. King had a dream, a dream that we as youth must now make our reality. Ephesians 4, 2, and 3 says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with love. Make every count. Keep its unity of the spirit through peace and love. For 1 Peter says in chapter 4, verse 8, Above all, you ain't hearing me. It says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers all wrongdoing. And for as we, let me hear you say we. Let me hear you say we. As youth must now be the change that we see. My mother has this phrase that she used all the time, and she told me before I left home to come deal with this. She says, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and I stand for peace. Hello, my name is Matthew Soto, and at the age of 15, I sat in my high school Spanish class while my sister Victoria Soto was being slaughtered in her first grade classroom in Newtown, Connecticut. On December 14th, Vicki went into school to make gingerbread houses with her first grade students before their holiday break. How many of you can remember doing that? The anticipation of having to wait all week to have to be on your best behavior but that was cut short. They didn't get to make gingerbread houses because gunfire rang out in the hallway. Too many times has gunfire been ringing out in the hallways of schools across this country. Too many schools, too many churches, too many movie theaters, too many neighborhoods, too many homes. Enough is enough. We do not have to wait for others to, others to make us safe. We need to do it ourselves. America, I am pleading with you to realize this is not okay. We do not have to live like this. To my fellow students, it is our time to stand up, register to vote, bring power to the polls, and show those that say that our lives are not more important than a gun, that we are important, that we matter. Get involved in your community. 
because change, no matter how small, is change. Many of the students that were in fourth grade when my sister was murdered are now freshmen in high school. Five years ago, this happened. Five years ago, and no change has come. Today, over 400 students, teachers, and parents of Newtown families are here marching with us today. Today, we are presenting a banner to the Parkland community from the Newtown community. We know your pain, we know what you are going through, and we are inspired by your fight for change. We need to use our voices because we cannot change the past, but we can only fight to change and build a better future. My name is Tommy Murray. I'm a junior at Newtown High School. I live in Sandy Hook, and I attended the Sandy Hook Elementary School when I was in first grade to fourth grade. I was in sixth grade on lockdown for hours and hours when my neighbor shot his mother in her bed, then gunned down 20 children and six of our educators, including my principal, Don Hawksprung. It was one of the worst days of my life. Since then, I have attended vigils. I have protested in front of the, the gun lobby in our town. I have sent letters to Congress. I traveled to D.C. to meet with Congress to beg them to do something to stop gun violence, but they did nothing. They didn't ban assault weapons or pass universal background check bills, and now the entire Parkland community is shattered the way our town was after the massacre in my elementary school. We are here to support the Stoneman Douglas students. We want to tell you to keep fighting as hard as you can. Your voices are so important. Your stories have truly changed the hearts and minds. And together, our stories will create the change that we need. If these mass shootings can happen in Newtown and Parkland, then they can happen anywhere. Connecticut passed strong gun laws after Sandy Hook, and Congress should do the same. Let's stand together to demand change. We will march with you. We will walk out with you. We will vote with you. We will end gun violence in our country, and we will honor with action. My name is Jackson Middleman, and I'm also a junior at Newtown High School. Tommy and I lead a gun violence prevention group that has been rallying since we were 11 years old to end gun violence in America. I was also on lockdown for five hours on 12-14-12, the worst day of my life. The Sandy Hook mass shooting should have been the last one in our nation, but there are more and more every single day. And that's why Newtown says enough, and we say never again. We have worked incredibly hard for the last five years to protect other communities, but apparently Sandy Hook was not enough for America to make the changes. But after Parkland, we feel hope. You have inspired millions of students and adults all around the world. 
We want to thank the Parkland students, and we want to let them know that Newtown High School students stand with them. Long after the media trucks leave, we will stand by you during your healing and recovery. We are forever connected by a tragedy that could have been prevented if our lawmakers had the courage to enact smart gun legislation. It touched our hearts when Columbine High School sent us a banner with their message of love and hope, and we hope our message from Newtown High School will help you through your darkest days. And before we finish, I have a message. Mr. Trump, Congress, the Senate, and all elected leaders of America, you have failed us, and we have had enough of your NRA agenda. I'm calling out those who have taken money from the NRA. You better bring that check to the bank and put it in your retirement fund because we're gonna vote you out. And now I'd like to introduce a new town in Parkland, Demand for Change. Newtown wants change. Parkland wants change. The world wants change. Give it to us now. My journey as an activist began just like many of you here. I witnessed injustice and violence in my community and I spoke out. Today, you march because you too are witnesses to Stoneman Douglas, to Sandy Hook, to Virginia Tech, and to Columbine. To every friend, parent, sister, or brother who lost a loved one, my heart is with you. And though I can't be there with you today, I stand with you. I already talked to some of the students who organized this march today. Now, I want to talk to the rest of you, to everyone listening today. I hope that you will ask these student leaders how you can help them. They need other students, teachers, parents, and leaders to work together to end gun violence in schools. Whatever your politics, I know that no one wants another child to witness what these children have seen. Thank you. from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, and we also wrote the song Shine. This song is not only dedicated to the 17 and 14 injured, the 17 victims that we lost, it's dedicated to all their friends and family, and to anyone who's ever experienced gun violence. Together, we are going to be the change. We are going to change the world. Thank you. city away You tore down the walls and opened up all the gates You You ruined this town 
telling us to shut up, be quiet, wait your turn, we call BS. There are about 31 million young people between the ages of 19 and 25. If we all register to vote at 18 and show up on election day, then we can make the change we call for today. Common sense measures work. Let's make background checks universal. Stop the pipeline of illegal guns to our streets. Raise the age of buying a gun and save lives. Let's make waiting periods real and stop the epidemic of nearly 22,000 suicides per year and ban assault weapons that have no place in civilian hands. We are in the march for our lives and we won't stop until we make this country safer. The adults had their chance. Now it's our turn. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Never again.
six minutes and about 20 seconds. In a little over six minutes, 17 of our friends were taken from us, 15 were injured, and everyone, absolutely everyone, in the Douglas community was forever altered. Everyone who was there understands. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. For us, long, tearful, chaotic hours in the scorching afternoon sun were spent not knowing. No one understood the extent of what had happened. No one could believe that there were bodies in that building waiting to be identified for over a day. No one knew that the people who were missing had stopped breathing long before any of us had even known that a code red had been called. No one could comprehend the devastating aftermath or how far this would reach or where this would go. For those who still can't comprehend because they refuse to, I'll tell you where it went right into the ground, six feet deep. Six minutes and 20 seconds with an AR-15, and my friend Carmen would never complain to me about piano practice. Aaron Feist would never call Kira Miss Sunshine. Alex Schachter would never walk into school with his brother Ryan. Scott Beagle would never joke around with Cameron at camp. Helena Ramsey would never hang out after school with Max. Gina Montalto would never wave to her friend Liam at lunch. Joaquin Oliver would never play basketball with Sam or Dylan. Elena Petty would never. Carol Lugren would never. Chris Hickson would never. Luke Hoyer would never. Marquine Duque Aguiano would never. Peter Wang would never. Alyssa Alhadaf would never. Jamie Guttenberg would never. Meadow Pollock would never.
Since the time that I came out here, it has been six minutes and 20 seconds. The shooter has ceased shooting and will soon abandon his rifle, blend in with the students as they escape and walk free for an hour before arrest. Fight for your lives before it's someone else's job.
want to thank you guys for coming out here. And we would not be here without you. There's no way in hell that we could ever have amounted to anything without the support of you guys. We all know what this is like. And it's up to us to stop it. So one last final plug. Get out there and vote. Get out there, get registered. And if, yeah, go right ahead. We are, alive, we are united. We are called the United States of America for that reason. Together we are whole, together we are one. Look to your left, look to your right. Brothers and sisters is what I see. Together we unite to make a whole. Congress, politicians, you are the parents. Hear your children cry. We want to come home. We want home, whole home. Make our home well. Make our home prosperous. Make our generation the generation that fights. Make the generation that is changed. We are the change. Look at us. Look at your children. Your children are the ones fighting for their rights because they're fighting for their life to survive. We are here today for the survival fact that no more, no bloodshed due to the fact of a metal machine made by a human, triggered by a human. Guns only serve one purpose, to take a life. They don't spare, they don't protect, they take lives. When you stare at a gun, you know it's your end. We are saying no more. We are here to say we are United States of America and we are one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. United America! We are united! La lucha sigue, y'all! Para la gente! For our people! La lucha sigue! We will not stop! We shall not stop! We are magical! Somos poderosos. We are, we are magic. We are power. La gente, la gente, bro. La gente. Okay. As one last important note, I think it's important that we realize we are just like we are all Americans. We are all susceptible to the same corruption and greed, regardless of who you are or where you come from. So what we have here, what is constantly being sowed, are the seeds of corruption. But it's our job, it's the democracy, to ensure that those seeds never sprout. But the only way you can do that is by getting out and voting. If not for me, for everybody else on this stage and every single American child out there, vote for us, vote for our future, and help us fight for our lives at... MarchForOurLives.com Hey everyone Thank you all for coming today If you look around You are surrounded by The people who will be making this country a better place And who will be making it easier to sleep at night Easier to wake up in the morning And go to school And easier to be Americans So to all of you Who are assisting us in the fight for change Thank you Thank you all and the fight begins today, and it will not end until we get what we need. Thank you.